Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner of Icon Real Estates. And my name is Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Well, we are here once again. I don't even... This is we're we're growing in our number of episodes, right? Yes, like, I know it's becoming unclear which week number by we're week on. go on, and we get more and more listeners, mm-hmm. and we get more and more feedback and comments, and yes. I love it. So thank you guys for listening to yeah. us. Um, continue to check us out and follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and mm-hmm. you know we'll be out there. Yeah. Know? So um, one of the local attractions that you mentioned last week, mm-hmm. I actually was able to participate in. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I told you how my son is involved at Shenandoah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Conservatory. Yep. He was behind the scenes doing costume changes and all kinds of stuff for mm-hmm. the show Dracula. Yeah. So you went to see it? I went. Okay. We're t- I mean. How was it? Bloody. <laughs> you know? Really? Yeah. They said PG. PG so. or PG-13. Yeah. I mean, it was great acting. Uh-huh. And... I, I came from a sheltered background, so you know I wasn't allowed to watch or read things that might be a little suspect. Okay. So you know, afterwards I had to get the explanation from my wife of, well, don't you understand what a vampire is and how do you beat and overcome a vampire? Mm-hmm. And like, there's different rules, I guess, about these. Yes, things. there are. You didn't so, watch True Blood then? No. Oh well, no, I, I mean. don't know any of these things. <laughs> so I go in very clueless, and I'm halfway through an intermission. I'm poking my wife, I'm like. So explain this. What just happened here? I don't know. Going and at the end of the show, I'm like, explain. Why did the things all work out in the end? I thought like you know, once you become a vampire, always a vampire. You know, mm-hmm, there's all mm-hmm. there's all kinds of rules that I didn't know about. Yeah. Okay. But we're talking bloody. You know, it was <laughs> it was special. Yeah. I'm. I, how did they clean up between? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wish I would have the seen behind the scenes for my son. I mean, there was dozens of outfit changes that they yeah. had to go through, and there were. And the, the the climax of the play uh-huh. was when they eventually defeated Dracula. Okay. Right? So spoiler alert, you know that happened. Well, the show's over. The show's this weekend, over. But so I mean, <laughs> but but if you ever watch Dracula, sure. or don't know anything about Dracula, right. and you have to put a stake through the vampire's heart, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. they have a stake and they hammer it into a coffin, which is essentially into his mm-hmm. heart. Okay. Okay. And they had red blood shooting out from the stake that just gushed over everywhere oh and gosh. it was it was very fancy wow you know high-tech production yeah at Shenandoah that's awesome yeah that's awesome fun. I wonder so, what the do you have any idea what the upcoming shows are uh they're have doing you, they are doing a show um hair oh, is coming ooh, up in, okay. in a few weeks uh-huh. in the middle of November I know that's the next big one coming yeah up, so I just wonder um like with that all of that you know gore are they all like equally not gory obviously but is the you know are they so, that invested in they're, the, div- um, they're diverse yeah they're equal opportunity fan base okay. you know they go from one genre to the next entertain everyone yeah, absolutely cool. well i'm excited about our conversation and the rest of the show yes me too because i am a sports nut growing up mm-hmm. i mean if you if you can ask lots of different trivia questions from basically the early 80s to mm-hmm. like the mid nineties, mm-hmm. I will know. Okay, because yeah. that that's my prime time. Right. That's my knowledge mm-hmm. base. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the older I get, the less I really am invested with sports. Well, we're gonna mm. we're gonna be able to chat with somebody who can take that and carry the torch of that knowledge 
from because yes. he's younger than us. This is great. <laughs> yes. So there there is a potential there where he knows way more about sports than I do. Right. Especially right now. Yeah. Well, I I used to be kind of a I mean I still am a sports fan. I can watch sports, but I don't know. I just do not pay attention as much as I used to. And I think part of it. Yeah. And I wonder. You know, we don't have like. We don't have direct TV anymore. Yeah. Comcast. So like, you know, kind of like I think my husband watches most of his sports like more on his own now and doesn't make me watch it. As the age him. of sports has definitely changed with the yeah. technology. I mean, yeah. back in the day, you would just be waiting. Is my team going to yeah, be on TV exactly. this week? And now every game is televised. Every game has a potential. You can watch it. Well, and you can and, listen to every game. Like if you have Sirius yep. or whatever, you can listen to um, football, baseball, all that stuff. So yeah. I know like a lot of it, we, you know, he listens to yeah. Well, our our podcast is purpose. One of the biggest purpose here for Iconic Talk is to really promote and celebrate our local community, Mm -hmm. Winchester. Yeah. And we have, we are one of the few podcasts here in Winchester, which Mm -hmm. I'm proud of. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is another one and it's a sports talk show podcast. Uh Um, His name is Josh Kirby. Yep. And it's called the Kirby on Sports Podcast. Mm -hmm. And get a chance to check him out because our conversation will blow you away. He has yeah, lots of great knowledge. For sure. And you will be fascinated and you will want to go check out his podcast after we chat. So definitely, here he is. Listen yep. to Josh Kirby with us in Iconic Talk. Well, we're here with Josh Kirby, the famous Josh Kirby, the sports broadcast legend here in the Winchester area. Kirby on Sports Podcast. How are you, Josh? I'm doing well. I wouldn't call myself a legend yet, but <laughs> hopefully yet. one day. Yeah. Hopefully one day. Yes. Nice. So you you just are a complete sports nut, right? I mean, I, I think I've known you growing up for a little bit, and I don't like getting into personal past history, but we've had some conversations years and years ago about your famous sports team that you like and my football team that I like, and you know we. I we couldn't remember that. those conversations. You, know, <laughs> you, you were a Washington fan, yeah. Growing up, I still am, and you still are, yeah. and and I'm a Cowboys fan, and I I really feel oh, something. Oh yeah, that that's right. I feel like there's some sort of every time I would bump into you, there would be some sort of tension. I think because just the the Cowboys, formerly known Redskins, uh, you know, just hate each other. At least there's used to be a. Uh, controversial uh, you know team on team crime happening stuff there but yeah anyway welcome, welcome. i forgot you were a cowboys fan yes yeah. did are do you still want to stay or do you need to leave <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no yeah I, I mean the cowboys looking right now they're gonna probably destroy the washington football team there's a long season. Looking forward to that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome. We're excited to have you. Appreciate and it. As we, as we get into just uh, the conversation here, give us a little story of, of yourself. How long have you lived in Winchester? Um, I'm actually right outside of Winchester, Stevens City, but basically Winchester. I've been there pretty much all my life. Yep. Um, I've been raised pretty much knowing Winchester, Stevens City. So, like, so you are a townie. That's what we say. You know, somebody else <laughs> raised here, you are Italian. I guess so. I am Italian. Yes, that's awesome. Well, give us a little bit of a background of what's led you to this, to this career of being a podcast host. Well, I mean, it, it was just a multitude of things like starting just liking sports, talking about sports. It all started on Facebook. I was like... I'll watch the Washington football team. I'll put up my thoughts. And a lot of people started liking um, what I was putting out there. So Mm -hmm. that led to me starting a blog 
writing j- just about the Washington football team and whatnot. And then from there, I'm like, man, I'm tired of typing. It, it literally was like this. I'm tired <laughs> of typing. Why can't I just talk, talk. about it? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. when I started researching how to do a podcast. It was like, it was like a two, three year span from the time I was like, oh yeah, I wanna, I wanna start a podcast until I actually started doing it because it wasn't really well known. But you look now, there are podcasts everywhere. Sure. Yeah, everyone has a yeah. podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy. That's right. what makes it unique because there is such a saturation of podcasts mm-hmm. and people have so much content out there. But what I feel that makes you a little bit different and special is that, yeah, you are unique to the Winchester area. Yeah. And you have really touched on the local teams of our area. You have people on your show that you interview and they're, they're broadcasters and they're journalists and they're sports people. So give us a little perspective of if somebody's never listened to your show, like what, are they, what experience are they in for? Well... A little taste of all sports, uh, not just the um, D.C. area. The logo I have is a representation of where I'm from, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not who I cover. Mm -hmm. Because I I, I got to throw in my D.C. roots. We're an hour outside of D.C. I get all the games. Yeah, I'm a big D.C. sports fan, but Mm -hmm. that's where I'm from. I don't just cover them. Yes, I'm a fan, but if I have the viewpoint of my team is not playing well, this team is doing better... I'm going to say that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. pr- pretty much, I mean, you're just going to get a lot of everything. If I find some unique perspective I can put in the world of sports, I'm going to throw it out there for my podcast. But, I mean, the NFL season, we're basically hitting the ground running talking about NFL. NFL. <laughs> that is king, right? And are you pretty weekly? Much? Or how often? Once a week. Once a week. Once okay. a week. Mm-hmm. And what, what day do you come out? And well, as well, I mean, it could be up for maybe realigning. But as of right now, mm-hmm. this season, I've been recording Wednesday, coming out Thursday morning, right before the Thursday night games. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. you, yeah, so you're kind of rehashing what happened the previous Sunday, Monday, yeah. and yes, then preparing correct. for the correct. upcoming week. But I, I mean, just to save time on the show, mm-hmm. what we'll do is pretty much. We'll do like three or four games we dive deep in depth to. to. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we'll do a segment running through the rest of the week just briefly. Then okay. what we're looking out for next week. But mm-hmm. I mean, these are the segments we came up with. If we think of something bigger and better, we might implement yeah. that too. But, yeah. you know. Well, you've got a really cool intro. you got good music. You've got somebody who introduces you. I mean, you're top-notch official you know we're getting there i'm getting trying real close. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful with all the support i've gotten through this podcast yeah, for sure that's awesome so give us a, a quick rundown of uh you know, who do you think i mean you've you've interviewed a lot of different people uh, and you've been now doing this for a while what's what's your favorite person that you've got a chance to talk with hmm well my favorite mm. That is a tough one. You can say Clarence Smith if you want to. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> a little yeah. shout out there. <laughs> yeah, he 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 should be working for ESPN or somewhere. I'm not I'm not sure why he's still a school teacher. He should be working for ESPN. But my favorite interview I've done, uh, the best one I've done, 
was Julie Donaldson of the Washington football team. Mm -hmm. She just made the career switch from NBC Sports Washington Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. the senior VP of media and content for the Washington football team amidst everything that was happening in the front office. I'll let you all research that if you want. Mm -hmm. But she stepped in and she did a pretty great job. But I was in contact with her for like seven, eight months. And I was like... Uh, man, she made that switch. I guess I'm not getting anything yeah. set up. Because yeah. when I was talking to her, she was just on NBC Sports Washington. And I'm like, oh, okay. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. And then she makes that move. And she's like, yeah, let me know when you're free or oh, whatnot. that's and so cool. Then three months later, I get her on my first ever time like doing a Zoom interview like that. Washington Football actually retweeted the tweet of that podcast. And oh my gosh! It got it got gained a lot of traction. I was like, I'll keep going with the interviews. Nice. It, it was great. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever called in like a national talk show radio show Twice. at all? Twice. Yeah. How did that go? One oh six seven. The fan. The morning Jay Gruden got uh-huh. fired. Yeah. I was very <laughs> delighted when that happened. I literally got up at five thirty. For some, no, actually it was 4.30 for some odd reason. And I saw the news report on Facebook. Mm-hmm. The Washington football team fires Jay Gruden. So yeah. then I'm up. I'm like, you know, because I'm running. You're doing the, the happy podcast. dance in the morning. You know, just so excited. <laughs> Pretty okay, much. He's gone. Then I yep. throw, throw up uh, the sports junkies on TV. And then um, I'm like, I'll call in. I'll give my thoughts. Nice. And uh, they... Agreed with what I said, but um, about coordinator coach, I remember because they were like, "Who should be the next coach of the Washington Football Team?" And yeah. uh, they were, and I was like, "Should be the next coordinator uh, coming up into coach." And they agreed with me, but then they threw out Mike McCarthy, but oh, he's now with Dallas yeah, exactly. now. But I was like, you, "You probably didn't say Ron Rivera, though." Yeah, yeah, I was not expecting that. I really <laughs> was not expecting Ron Rivera, but. Yeah. I, so far, he's done a great job, yep. uh, for, in my opinion. And second time, uh, Nats World Series, I forget which game it was, but Daniel Hudson came in, pitched an incredible game. It was actually when the Nats were going to the World Series, I called into Grant and Danny. Grant Paulson I had on my podcast, too. So I did that, and that that was probably like just 20, 25 seconds each. On, that's cool. I mean, know. but that's how guys like yourself get even more famous. You call in those national talk shows and you know, you get on the radio and well, you make a name for yourself, well, right? Not necessarily. There's a 15 second delay from what I hear, and there's not really time for any sort of um, stuff like that, you know. They, right. But it, because, like, like, they have that 15 second delay because. Like if you have a goofball coming on, like, uh, like, like wanting to come on and just make a fool of themselves, they can yeah. just cut them off like mm-hmm. that. Dump. Yeah, it's a dump button, right? Yeah. We don't have a dump button here on no, our podcast. No, we definitely yeah. do not. It's no. not in the budget. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, neither of us yet. All right, let's talk some sports. I mean, I've got you here. I'm a sports nut, also. Let's talk current sports for okay. our lo- local sports teams. But I'm also want to pick your brain about past historical. You know, okay. let's do some trivia, okay. you know. So let's let's go through the D.C. sports teams right now. Let's start with the obvious one, NFL, um, Washington football team. How do you feel about their season right now? They're struggling. A 2-2 two and two team, they picked up a win against Atlanta. But if you watch that game, it was, oh, my gosh, it was up and down. Their defense, their defense is not living up to the hype that it was. Last season, you saw Chase Young, Montez, 
it, you name it, that D-line was creating a lot of pressure and getting to opposing quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this is great. And like, there might be a defense to talk about next year. Next thing you know, where's our defense? Yep. And mm-hmm. it, it's been a struggle, but for a 2-2 two and two team – Hopefully, Ron Rivera and the coaching staff can turn this around. Because if they can't, as of right now, I heard this today as we are recording, that as of week five on, because we just finished week four, Washington is in 32nd place, which is the hardest strength of schedule. Hmm. 32nd from here on out. Yeah, mm. that's that's challenging. Yes. you got to turn it around quick. Otherwise, you're... Basically in rebuild mode and getting ready for next season. Well, n- I mean, not necessarily. They're still rebuilding. There's a lot of stuff. It's right. it's a process. They're still rebuilding. They still need to find that quarterback. I was going to say quarterback. I mean, you got to look for somebody, right? I mean, Taylor Heineke, who, for this season, yes, he'll probably be good enough. But next season on, I'm not. Fans I'm not aren't going to really take sure. it. You know, you, you got to. The fans, the Washington, the D.C. crowd, you know, they're fin- they're fickle. You know, they've yeah. had some past championships, and it's been a while. So, yes. you got to get ready. All right, moving on. Let's go to the Nationals. How about their past season? <clears throat> Man. Well, um, they, you know, I mean, they started off like they had all these people. Juan Soto, Kyle Schwarber, he was on that home run leadoff hitting mm-hmm. streak for a long period of time. You have him. You have... Flip it, you name it. Um, Josh Harrison, he was there for a stretch. You had Scherzer, Trey Turner. This whole roster in the Nets just weren't doing anything. I mean, they just weren't living up to expectations of that 2019 World Series team. And I feel, I feel like that whole division was was a mess. Um, yeah, I mean, for what I've watched, I feel like the Nats and the Marlins were really struggling. Mm-hmm. The Braves and the Mets... Yeah, the Braves obviously won the division this year, but I mean, it, it it was a pretty interesting NL East. The Nats ended up selling the farm essentially yep. for prospects, and they have a young team. Obviously, they did not make the playoffs this year. They're rebuilding, and if the farm system comes out promising, they might have something to talk about in another two or three seasons. Wow. That's not much to look forward to. Two or three seasons, according to Josh Kirby. Well, well, no, the farm system, you have to develop. Because you look at these prospects, the way the MLB works, you start out in minor leagues. And then once the organization feels you're ready, which could be... There are some players who have never gotten their call up to the yeah. major leagues, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. They just mm-hmm. stay in the minors. Mm-hmm. And it's like... If you're prepared and you're ready, and I know the Nats do have some prospects in there that Good. might get called up next season. I'm not sure when or how that would work, um, but you, you know, for the most part, they just have to rely on that farm system and if they can turn up more prospects. Yep. I know they called up like one or two after making all those trades, I believe, but um, there, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Yep. All right. How about the upcoming hockey season? Caps. They're old. They're old, I'll tell you that. You have Ovechkin who just signed that five-year deal, Mm -hmm. and he is on the 
way to breaking Wayne Gretzky's goal scoring record. What do you think about it? I mean, is it going to happen? Is he going to be able to do it? The way his contract's broken down, he has five years left. If he averages, averages 33 goals a season, by the time his contract's up, he will break his record. Okay. Ovi and Backstrom, they've been the backbone of this Capitals team for who knows how long. And old is a good thing and a bad thing. Old is a good thing because the new guys coming in, you have these two veterans plus more who are just there to help, in my opinion. Because leadership is a key for any sports team, in my opinion. And it's like you have Ovi and Backstrom, and like they will provide you valuable insight. Mm-hmm. On what it takes to be successful. What what is actually old for a hockey player? <laughs> Ve- let me call veterans. Oh, well, no, I'm just asking because I mean I watch sports, uh-huh. uh, you know, passively. Like I can get involved, but I don't know a lot about hockey, for instance. So I don't know what's the, you know, I kind of know for the NBA or well, football, but like what's kind of an average age or older age hockey player? Um, I would say Alex Ovechkin. He's about. 36 he's 30. ancient he's old as okay yes. okay yeah right. you're talking once you hit your 30s then it's it's gonna be challenging okay yeah yeah, yeah. all right but I, mean, just, we look I just wanted at tom, to re- i wanted to reference tom points. brady we look at he tom bro- brady he broke the record <laughs> you know all right we'll take a little break on this dc segment what do you think about tom brady i mean he, he pulled it off this past weekend no he was in foxborough this I, past i know weekend. Right. And i know that i mean that game i stayed up for the whole game he sure. broke that passing record and that they put it up on the jumbotron and it was like yeah i guess he's yeah. not celebrating i think al michaels and chris collinsworth were the biggest disappointed people in the stadium they're like we're, they were ready for this big moment and and, <laughs> and the referee happened. moved the ball and then Dude, all of a sudden it was just like Okay, he, I think he just broke it by a, a yard. We're not sure. And then the next play happened. Okay, I think he did it. <laughs> That's funny. It was crazy. Well, well, I mean, it's Tom Brady. Yeah, you're not. It's not like Drew Brees breaking that record on Monday Night Football against that was Washington. Impressive. He had a big celebration. They stopped oh, yeah. the they game. Stopped they the did game. the whole his thing. His wife, for him. his kids came out. Yep. Tom Brady doesn't want that. Tom Brady's out there just to play the game of football. I don't know. Tom Brady. I was he's say. he he's he's a little prima donna diva for being. I mean, he's old, but like, I mean, he's got a wife who makes more money than he does, probably. You know. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she she's she's made him up. You know, she he's he's got the hair plugs probably, and he's yeah, you know but, got the cap teeth, and he's looking you know like a but, movie star. Yeah, but he's not there to claim like the recognition. He's okay. Like yes. he was focused in because that night was just so great, you know, and ended up coming down. He didn't throw a passing touchdown in that game, pouring That's down true. rain, fifty-six yard field goal by the Patriots to almost win, and it hits off. The goalpost. Yep. Oh, wow. It was tough. Tom I mean, Brady and Bill Belichick, when they get, got to the middle, Bill Belichick was just running. Quick hug. Gone. I think for Tom Brady's huh. career, I mean, you should just go along with Vegas with him because, I mean, his very first Super Bowl was like that, of the luck of the tuck rule and the snow with the Raiders and but getting to the Super Bowl and then playing the, the Rams. You know, he's had a lot of good lucky runs along the way. Look, look so the story, our storyline when Tom Brady made the move to Tampa Bay mm-hmm. was – is he going to continue to be successful? Because we all, mm-hmm. uh, I thought at least, I forget the views of my other co-hosts, it was like, is he going to be successful outside of Bill Belichick? Right. Because 
he was with Belichick for who knows how long they won all those Super Bowls. Mm This would be the telling year if Bill Belichick could keep up his success and Tom Brady would fail, which the be- uh, first part of last season, I didn't think the Bucks were even going to make it to the playoffs. I mean, they were struggling. They turn it around, and you see Bill Belichick sitting at home while Tom yeah. Brady winning a Super Bowl <laughs> yeah. in his home stadium. Not many people expected that. That is true. All right, all right we're going to get back to the local teams. I'm a soccer guy. I don't know if you're a soccer guy, but do you have any takes for DC United? I haven't watched. I I, I, I watch very seldomly. The mm-hmm. only thing I do now is one of my greatest mentors in sports, a guy I look up to really well. He calls DC United games on NBC Sports Washington. Okay. His name is Dave Johnson. He's yep. also the voice. I know of him. He's yep. also the voice of the Washington Wizards as well. And, oh, wow. Yeah, and I met him during a sports career day, which I went cool. to. Uh, at Capital One Arena with mm-hmm. Clarence Smith, obviously. Uh, it was a <laughs> awesome. it, was, it was a school field trip, but uh-huh. I mean, um, yeah, I got the opportunity to go down onto the court for two years and get recognized Sharando High School, and then uh, I mean, the Wizards broadcaster he gave a presentation beforehand and all this stuff, and we, me and my best friend Jonah, we were sitting together and like. Man, this is like our second, third time hearing this. It never gets old. And Dave was down there on the court, and he was like, make sure you connect with us. And he gave his Twitter handle, and I was like, okay, okay, I'll go follow him. (laughs) Next thing you know, he follows follows me back like that. I'm like, really? He followed me back? Then ended up, we just met met up. He loves the fans, meets with everybody, gets yeah. pictures. and oh, That's cool. Yeah, That's awesome. And we talk ever since. Well, I'm nice. waiting for the next European soccer star to come to DC United. <laughs> they need another boost. You know, <laughs> they had, uh, they had the, the big boost, obviously, with Rooney. Okay. Yes, that, that is That true. was huge. Mm-hmm. And then he, then he abandoned them and left. So we're waiting for another big, mm. you know, dying off, getting old, 30-something age <laughs> right, soccer yeah. star to yeah. show up. So let me ask I'm you I'm waiting this. for Ronaldo. My, my, my bet is, okay, Man U has Ronaldo now. When he's done with them or when they're done with him, Ronaldo shows up to D.C. That's my prediction. Hmm. Write so, it down. So, yep. so let me give you a tidbit you might not know. Dave Johnson's broadcast partner, you know him? No. Who's De- bro- Devin McTavish. Oh, yeah. He okay. went to Hanley. Yep. Yeah. He's a local guy. Yeah. See, full circle. Oh, Love did it. you know that? No. Oh, wow. I mean, I didn't know that he's the broadcast guy, but uh-huh. I, I know yeah. the name. Devin yeah. McTavish. Yeah. He calls games alongside Dave Johnson. That's incredible. How did your... Love it. I'm just more, you know, interested in, like, were your parents really into sports? Like, how did you... I mean, obviously, you just were into sports at a young age. and yeah, I, I know my grandparents. I'm not sure about my father, but they had season tickets to the then Washington Redskins mm-hmm. uh, back when they were really good. Wow. And that That... That is money right there. I mean, that's yeah. tickets that gets passed down from generation to generation. Pretty much. And then they just disappeared. I mean, it never got to me. Yeah. But, oh. <laughs> which, oh. which I would have loved. But, you know. But, um, yeah, big sports fans, you know. Mm-hmm. I've been in sports. Um, ever since I can remember, I remember um, every Sunday just sitting down on the couch watching football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Sundays to this day, I sit on my couch and watch football mm-hmm. until midnight. Well, it's your job yeah, now. Yeah, you have to. I yeah. mean, you got to do it. Yeah, yeah, I feel terrible if I can't watch a football game. <laughs> you, can, you can probably write off 
the NFL Sunday ticket because it's for your job. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Right? For, for the most part. Red, yeah. Red Zone Channel is amazing, by the way. Yeah. Um, all right, how about college? Are there any college local teams that you follow that you want to touch on before we move on from this segment? Uh, Virginia Tech Hokies, I'll say they're struggling. I mean, their record is decent, but I mean, it, they have a lot of work to work on. I'm not sure how much longer Justin Fuente is going to be uh, there at Virginia Tech. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. UVA, any any thoughts on them? Nothing on they're, them. They're struggling. Yeah. Maryland? I it, no, I mean UVA though. Did you see them out in Miami that they, Thursday night they did game? Okay, but my team Wake Forest crushed them. You know? I, 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 so that made me happy. No, no, but UVA that some guy threw. Yeah, the UVA quarterback threw a touchdown pass and it was at first intercepted and then it was dropped but it dropped on the uva player who rolled 360 oh, right. yeah. and caught the ball amazing wow. and they do they do have a good quarterback gotta give them that i, I so. have no clue i yeah. have no, i'm a yeah. Hokies fan Hokies fan yeah. okay got it well let's revert back to the king which is nfl and go mm-hmm. back to the washington we can call them Redskins because let's talk about the past. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the greatest team of all time? Is it 87? Is it even 82? Is it 92? You know, where do we go with, uh, you know, how do you rank your favorite team of all time? I was not born, but I do remember watching highlights. So, okay. yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. But my favorite, Doug Williams mm-hmm. and the Washington then Redskins yep. in the Super Bowl. Doug Williams got injured, obviously, came back and finished it and. Crush the Broncos. I think yep. that was the best season. Was the best. Of all. Timmy Smith set yes. some record of with running uh-huh. like crazy. Yeah. And they were down huge in the first quarter but to mm-hmm. the Broncos and just bam. Yeah. Done. All right. Mm-hmm. Any other uh top player of all time that's your favorite? John Reagans, he was a good one. I'll never forget Sean Taylor. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. D- day he passed, it was um very sad day for most Washington fans. But I mean, um, Sean Taylor, John Riggins, I remember him. I, I mean, I remember watching highlights. Him, Joe Theismann. It was crazy, though, because yeah. uh, Joe Theismann and Alex Smith's injuries, Ooh, yeah. they were so similar yeah. down to, like, the exact yard line it took place on. Oh, yeah. really? That is creepy. Wow. And Alex Smith almost lost his life uh-huh. and came back and uh-huh. got back on the field. Yeah. I mean, they need to make a movie about that. If they haven't got that they production They already yet, did. Have uh, they? The ESPN special. Did they really? I missed oh, that. Oh, like uh, one of those 30 yes. for 30 Yes, yeah, so, something like that. But mm-hmm. it was crazy. When Alex Smith came back, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Alex Smith is coming back on the field. He took... It was Kyle Allen who got leg whipped against the Rams, mm. broke his tibia or something. Alex Smith came back. First play, Aaron Donald breaks through the Oof. defense and just gives it. Oh. Alex Smith's giving him a piggyback. Yep. His yep. wife and kids are in the stand. It's like, yeah. Oh, man. Yep. Well, we do have a write in question for you. It's not about a local team, but somebody has a question about the Dolphins. <laughs> what? This is. Um, who is this from? This is from somebody Nikki knows. Who is this from? Why do you? Sorry, I didn't type that on the question. Why do you? Why do you think the Dolphins' drafts are pitiful every year? Do you have any take on that? They're not local, but you know. Well, the Dolphins. I think they're heading in the right direction. I think Tua is a quarterback who, with the right coaching, I feel like Brian Flores is the right choice in Miami. The only issue, Tua just got hurt. 
I mean, that's yeah. unfortunate. He's And he's decent. He's a decent player. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's got room to grow. Yeah, he has a lot of room to grow. Yeah. The write-in question person also feels Tua is made of glass, in mm. quotes. Well, I don't know what I, you think of that. I don't know. I think he needs to grow, actually have his height grow a little bit, too, mm. if he's actually going to yeah. be... More he successful. has a lot of room to to improve, but I do like that Dolphins team. Their mm. coach is a very good coach, in my opinion, and I feel like they have a lot of room to grow. I mean, in, in the draft, you know, they used to be awful, but the Dolphins are turning it around. Yeah, well, Cowboys are going to be top at the end of all this anyway. <laughs> you know, just write it down, <laughs> mark it down now. I guess. You know, where's the Super Bowl 10-5. this year? I think it's um, Los Angeles. It's in L.A., isn't it? Let me pose a hypothetical that I did uh, let's, post let's go. on my podcast you know. as well. Yeah. Mm. What if we saw a Super Bowl in Los Angeles between yeah. the Rams and the Chargers? It's possible. It's definitely possible. Yeah. I mean, there finally was a time where the host um, – City had their team there. Yeah. That happened just a couple but years ago. But what if they had but both not if their both. teams? Good that luck, would be insane. That'd be pretty that'd cool. That'd be crazy. That, that would be like having you know a Mets-Yankees World Series, which has been, or Giants-A's. You know, there's, there's been times where you've had you know teams like that play each other for the big grand finale. I, I never would have expected in my life that the Bucks would be in a Super Bowl. Uh, any home team playing the Super Bowl yep. in their home stadium yep. and winning. Yep, and winning. Yeah. That and they were technically the away team in that Super Bowl too. Right. Well, the Cowboys thought they were going to be the first doing it. Jerry's mm. world thought when <laughs> when the Cow- when they hosted it there, and they had a really good team, and they just tanked. So I don't I don't remember I don't forget <laughs> I remember those things. But mark it down this season, Cowboys. Okay. All right. We'll get there. I'll All come right. find you and hunt you down when when they win, and you can give us the recap of it. Okay. How's that? That's fine. All right. Before we leave here, we always have five iconic questions for our guests. And, um, you know, just off the top of your head, 15, 20 second response. Tell us what you think. Question number one. What is one of your, one of your favorite restaurants here in town? In town, I would say McAdoo's on the walking mall. Nice. Yeah. I really, really like their bacon, egg, and cheeseburger. I need to go there then. Nice. Yeah, they do have some good stuff. Hey, I think they're open right now. All right. <laughs> and, and sweet potato fries. Perfect. What is something you love about your neighborhood? My neighborhood. Um, it's gotten a lot more quiet. A lot of the old rowdy people moved out. There are a lot of people playing music. They're a wild, yeah, like bumping music and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's more of like just rentals now, and it's nice and quiet. So it's quieter. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Awesome. So question number three, since you are a townie, in your opinion, and we do like to talk about real estate every now and then, but why is Winchester such a great place to live? What stands out to you? I think they have a little bit of everything. Um, They have shops, dining. It's expanding like you wouldn't believe. True. You all know that. You're in the real estate market. It's crazy. And they have a little bit of everything. In my time here, it's been Great. I've been president of a disc golf club, stuff like that. So it's been that's really a, great. Yeah. We will get to that. Let's just pause our questions because I know you had to throw that in. Well, that's disc a, golf could, could is, be the answer to the next question. <laughs> yes, it is. Let's ask that next question. Then you can. Yeah, you can just segue. elaborate. Where do you meet or spend time with new friends in Winchester? New friends. Mmm, that's a tough one. Mm. I'd say right. Any new friends I meet, usually it's at a disc golf course. There you, there go. you go. So explain disc golf because yes. this is a growing 
sport, let's call it that. Mm -hmm. And there is a course and location here in town. And how are you affiliated with disc golf? So disc golf, think of regular golf. We all know what regular golf is. Right. Replace the stick that's called a club. Replace your big, huge club bag. You just have a backpack. You can carry one disc. You can carry 18, 20 discs. You can carry 30, 45 discs. Yeah. Each disc does something different. In turn, with regular golf, each club does something different. Right. Your putter, you have a putter in disc golf, you have a putter in regular golf. Okay. You have a driver, the ball goes the farthest. You have a driver disc that goes the farthest. You have a putter, it does not go as far as a driver. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, So that... And you have different discs that do different things in the air. You throw it and it stays neutral, flies relatively straight. There's understable that's like more straight just for beginners. And the more advanced disc golfers can like an overstable disc, they can put a lot of fancy touch on their throw. Make it... Curve like a banana to yeah, the right correct, or to correct, the left and correct, get around trees. Yeah, and, correct. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. For a lack of a better term, like just put some sort of touch on it, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. just mm-hmm. that finesse. Yeah. So, um, anyways, it's fun to do. It's free, too. Most of the courses around here, you come on, you can play for free. And you're getting some exercise. Yeah. You're walking out in uh-huh. nature, getting, you know, getting your steps. Where do you play here in town? Sharando Park's five minutes from my house. Okay. Jim Barnett's right up the street. Poor House, Poor House in Martinsburg is about 45 minutes away. It's uh, straight down hole, then two holes going directly uphill, then everything on a hill from there on out. But mm. beautiful courses in our area, I must say. And uh, how I'm affiliated. Now, before I get into how I'm affiliated with it, when the pandemic first started, that... Me and my buddies, that's all we did. Mm-hmm. Played disc golf. Nothing else was open. <clears throat> they were like, is disc golf going to stay? And it ended up staying. Yeah. We just played disc golf throughout the entire pandemic. Because nice. you're outside. Yeah. You're socially distanced. Uh-huh. You're not in large crowds. Yeah. And it's great. So are there tournaments? Are there actually like leagues the, where you play? So um, I'm the board member of Apple Valley Disc Golf. Okay. And I'm one of the board members. And... During the summer, that's our on-season, we have things called tags matches and doubles. So tags, you can purchase a tag, be a part of the club, which anybody's welcome to do if you're listening to this. Um, But you have a tag, and they're numbered, and you play in these tag leagues on Monday nights. And you play, and based on your scoring, the the tags get redistributed, and then... Yeah, outside of leagues, you can just play a random guy and say, "Hey, we're playing for sure. tags." And mm-hmm. then if you sure. beat them, you get their tag. And if your your huh. tag their tag was better than your tag, you you get better off. Bump you know? up a notch. Yeah. yeah, and then doubles. You play partners, best shot, and you play for five dollars, and you just win some cash yeah. and take home stuff like that. There are some big tournaments. Shout out to Brandon Bailey of I-81 Disc Golf. He runs most of the tournaments all up and down the I-81 corridor. Mm-hmm. You have the GHO and Jim Barnett. You have the Sharando Spartan and Steven City. The brand new Limestone Legends, which um, Apple Valley's president, Nathan Hughes, 
put blood, sweat, and tears into redesigning the 18-hole Signal View Moortown Disc Golf Course huh. into a 36-hole disc golf complex. Um, I think nine. I think 18 no, I think I think it's 27 or 36 I forget but like there are like two or three courses small par two par three courses and one monster course throughout the entire give me the part two give me the part two or part three <laughs> that, I, I'll, that, that'll be my speed no but still the tournament there it was just an incredible tournament there are a lot of volunteers and from the time the pandemic started to now, the, gr- the growth of this sport has just expanded. Nothing yep. but go up. You know, so it is international. I, I was in Iceland a couple months ago, and I literally saw at least two disc golf courses when I was just driving through the countryside in Iceland. Yep. I mean, we're talking like sheep pastures, and oh, there's a disc golf course right next to it. <laughs> so it's international. Yep. I mean, so we need to make some petitions that eventually can become an Olympic sport. Just like I think cornhole will eventually be cool. become an that Olympic sport. Cool. Just keep yeah. growing it, you know. Yeah. Might as well. I remember make it happen. in college there was a disc golf course. I mean, where I went to school. Sure. Where? That was where 20 was years ago. You know, 20 years ago. Um, Ohio University. Oh, okay. Yeah, see. I didn't know if it was local in no. Virginia. I, I played National, international. The there you go. Yeah. yeah. All right, last and final iconic question for Josh Kirby. What is one of Winchester's hidden gems? Hidden gems. Mm. We might have just touched on it. I mean, mm-hmm. you got Sharando disc golf course. I, I mean, disc golf is one, but I will say in the summer, a hidden gem that not a lot of, but I mean, maybe some people do, but it has to do with sports. The Winchester Royals. It's oh, good, good yep, fun, that's cheap true. baseball. Yeah, that's a it, yeah. It's that's amazing. A great one. I mean, it's it's like it's like like college kids playing summer yeah. ball. It's fun and you get to know some of the players and stuff after the games and like you can just go up and yep. chat with them and it's cheap it's five bucks to get mm-hmm. in sure. and like you watch nine innings of a baseball game and it's like wow I, sports who knew you would you would make it come full circle full circle talk yeah. about sports here it. talking about winchester well josh kirby the kirby on sports podcast yeah find him anywhere is tell us where we can yeah, find where do we your find show. you www.kirbyonsports.com that's where you can find my shop my uh, streaming platforms everything awesome well you're you got amazing merch. we got a hat you brought a hat for mark what else the, what else what other things can you buy yeah uh, we, we have an online store cool yeah Beautiful. awesome it, we're running i never get any sales but i just have it up you gotta have it yeah you gotta have it when people need it or want it mm-hmm. there you I, go i, th- I throw out some promo codes there for people who are interested but perfect yeah. for for <laughs> iconic talk listeners there's promo codes <laughs> he, you just heard it here awesome thanks so much josh you're amazing hey appreciate Good to have you having me all right talk to you later Well, there you have it. That that was a long conversation, but I know it flew by for all of us listening. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. I'm sure. I mean, like, it, it's crazy though. Like, he just like as soon as you ask him a question about sports, he is like, he okay, lights up. It. Yeah, exactly. He you can tell up. that's his, you know, his thing, this his is passion, and, and he's he so knows knowledgeable. All the names of all the players. Oh. I mean, I'm sure if we even oh ask him, gosh. okay, what's the what's the batting average for you know Soto or whatever? I mean, mm. you, you name it, he probably knows it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, cool. It's a great story. I mean, like that he just basically went from being like, "Hey, so I wrote my thoughts on Facebook and yeah. people liked it and then I decided to blog about it and yeah. then I decided to, hey, 
do a podcast. Such a great just mm-hmm. scope on being an entrepreneur. I mean, we've interviewed other business owners before, and you've uh-huh. got to have that drive and that passion and mm-hmm. then that enthusiasm for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And there you go. I mean, yeah. what's what's better? I mean, you sit down on a Sunday afternoon at one o'clock in the afternoon, you watch football until midnight. You know, I mean, and then you talk about it with your you, friends and <laughs> yeah, and people on online. I guess. Yep. Um, yeah, really cool. I I mean. Super knowledgeable. So, what did you learn, Nikki? Um, well, I mean, I learned a lot. I really, I really, like I said before, I've not been paying attention to sports very much. So, but I will say, like, just for more local stuff, I didn't know about um, the frisbee golf thing. Frisbee golf. And he threw that um, in there in the end. That yeah, was a, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about that. I mean, I don't. I remember seeing people playing it. And actually, I remember actually during COVID being at Jim Barnett Park and some guys sure. playing through while I'm kind of playing with Gemma in the park. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I didn't know people still did that. Yeah. But um, it's awesome. I, and I didn't, I had no idea that there were like different discs for different things. I mean, it makes sense. I it, just had no idea. I exactly. thought you just took a frisbee. No, no. There is way more professional <laughs> and official than that. Yeah. Uh, you know. I think I learned, I didn't realize Devin McTavish is a commentator. I mean, I know the name. I've never met him. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not an official townie, but if you are a townie and you're a soccer person in town, he is probably one of the premier sports legends of soccer here. He was in a the player Winchester area. at Hanley? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Great player. Okay. And um, or what year, like what sure. year roughly would you say? Uh, I don't know. Do you have any idea? Uh, okay. Maybe like 15 years ago or so. Okay. I, right. I could be wrong. Okay. Don't quote me on that. Neat. Okay. Look it up and fact check us. We'll come back for next episode. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's just kind of cool that like, you know, he's a commentator now. Mm-hmm. So we've got some local legends here from Winchester who are doing some cool things. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, gosh, that even that story about him getting as an interview, uh, the lady that now works for the Washington yeah. football team, like how cool. I that's mean, great. like that's really awesome. Yep. Absolutely. So, well, let's start wrapping things up here. Yeah. What are the local events coming up that we can look forward to? Yeah. So this, um, weekend on Saturday at West Oaks farm market, which I know Sean mentioned last week as one of the places that he really likes to go with with his family so they're having their fourth annual fall harvest festival um this saturday 11 to 7 so you know a lot of fun things family friendly free admission corn maze pumpkin patch hay rides all that stuff apple picking petting zoo just anything you'd want to do with your with your family your children you can do there it's the right time of year for exactly and yeah who knows i don't know what the weather's going to be like this weekend but hopefully it'll be a beautiful day for that and then um just something different um sunday at shine yoga if you haven't if you need like a you know you're back to work it's not quarantine life anymore life's right. crazy you want to like unplug you want to relax you want to sort of get back to yourself yin yoga with crystal singing bowls with stephanie it sounds a wow. little you know different but it's awesome it's so awesome um so this sunday 2 to 3 30 and you can go um to shine's website um and that'll direct you to schedule and you know pay for your tickets cool it's um hotyogawinchester.com well i'll add one other local um attraction a local thing coming up this weekend Mm -hmm. the new orleans saints roll into town and they play the Washington football team. Oh, on, yeah. on Sunday at one o'clock. I put I put yoga and you talk about <laughs> as soon football. as I said the Saints, you're like, who are the New Orleans Saints? No, what, what is going I'd on? Stop it. Yes, I knew no. when he mentioned when you guys were talking about Drew Brees yeah. and Tom Brady. I was like, no, I don't think Drew Brees wanted all that fanfare. Do you? He uh, seemed pro- pretty he like want, low key. He, yeah, he didn't want that fanfare either. No, but, you know, yeah, he, they're I mean, both really cool guys. I was uh, giving Tom Brady a hard time yeah. earlier, but okay. that's just well. I'm, I mean, my husband's proud of you for doing that. Just, okay, just good. So well, my wife mocks, mocks Tom Brady, so she'll be proud of me for oh, mocking yeah, him good. too. So awesome. no, 
The Saints and Washington are both two and two, so it'll be an important oh, game. Okay. And if Washington right. really wants to turn around their season, they've got to win this home game. So. Okay. All right. So go go to the game, support them, even though I'm a Cowboys fan. Or watch it on TV. And or, I'll be or listen. And to I'll it. be rooting for the Saints. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Full disclosure. Exactly. Well, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you've learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. Yeah, we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us this morning. If you have a moment, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share the podcast with your friends. Yep, absolutely. Until next time, think iconic.